This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably. We're back. Happy New Year, everyone. We've been going through... <sighs> Dude, I'm so... I've just, I've just been eating nothing but just sugar for like... <laughs> I mean, over a week, I would say. And just, I haven't... Just a know, sugar crash. You just been I, sugar or just been, just been all up in sugar? Oh, just like desserts and all the things that this season... That w- I mean, I won't blame the season. It's all the things that we can ex- excuse for the season. Oh, yeah, but I feel... I've never felt hungover from a food like... In the, in the sense that, like, I mean, yeah, there's a before and after in everything you eat and you feel different and whatnot. But I, I've i been working out, getting swole buyers. All right. To, I'll see you. <laughs> but I legit, I went to the gym and, like, my joints are so inflamed. Like, I legit could not lift. Like, I had, I did, like, a few body weight things and then some, like, cardio. Like, my joints are literally like so inflamed that any sort of pressure on them, there is there is pain, significant pain to where I can't even like lift the weight. Is that what happens when you get older? Um, yeah, a, li- a little bit. It's a it's a little bit of your body having a reality check with you. Like, who do you think you are? First of all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's that it's that come to Jesus meeting. Hey, we we don't do this thing that you think you're trying to do. Yeah, what we gonna do is we're not gonna do it all the way. We're gonna ease into this. So yeah, how about you just start? It's 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 like your knees are like, hey, we ain't picking up this heavy old box. How about you just I don't know jump first, <laughs> and, then, and then we might think about picking up this box. But you just gonna pick up a heavy box? <laughs> Nah, that's not how these knees work. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, I have a meeting with my knees every single morning as soon as I get up. And I and I have a, <laughs> a conversation with them. I'm like, are are we gonna be able to do anything today? <laughs> Is this <laughs> what are you gonna allow me to be today? Am I gonna be my 20-year-old version or you want me to be my 60-year-old version? Dang. Most like days, that. Like, hey, uh, don't try nothing uh, fancy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or else we're going to put you out of commission for a couple of weeks. Dude, last uh, last year on my list of like <laughs> accomplishments was to dunk. I was like, I'm going to dunk again. Right? Hell no. And then... Because I used to be able to dunk back in the day. I was like, this year, I'm a dunk. Dude, it was like maybe like March. It was like maybe March, April time frame. I've been like working out a little bit. And I was like, oh, these knees are like strong enough. Yo, I went for a dunk. <laughs> completed the dunk, right? Landed. And then me and my knees had a conversation and my knees were just like, you know something? We're going to keep you up for the next three months. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> from that dunk. From that one <laughs> from that one dunk of me trying to be like, yo, I'm a duck again. <laughs> my knees were like, 
We're going to show you. <laughs> was it worth it? It was not worth it. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the, I didn't dunk on anybody. It was just me in the rim. Nobody saw it. <laughs> it was you just, just like my- you just like come down from the rim, and it's just you and like five old white dudes at the YMCA. Yeah, just and like, it, I oh. mean, we all look at each other. We're like, who who is that for? <laughs> you know. <what> Who do you think you're trying to impress here, buddy? We're all Who was that for? We're all over 35. Still <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Who was that for? <laughs> then my lawn mowing knees. I need them. Lawn mowing knees. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I need these knees to be able to drive my kids from point A to point B. I'm tripping over here trying to dunk. Yeah, man, it's it's no joke. You have to try. Yeah. Like every every yeah. day. <laughs> it's like because I've been going to the gym for like six months now. And it's yeah. literally like every morning it's like, oh, I have to decide to do this. Oh. Like there's never a moment of like, oh, all right, you figured it out everything's going to sure. happen to be easy. It's like literally every day. And then for the past, you know, however many weeks, yeah. I just, you know, all six months, just <laughs> gone. <laughs> six months just to like cancel out. I was like, I'm, I'm working six months for these two weeks of holidays. That's basically what happened. I was like, Oh, so there's weird. no bounce back like you know you used to be able to bounce back now it's like nah we're crawling back we're back yeah, square one no, buddy ain't no bounce back man you just gotta you just gotta take it you just gotta every take day it, what it gives you yeah your knees every gonna have day. a conversation next thing your joints gonna have a conversation your tendons your elbows all the parts that you didn't even know you had dude <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude i pulled like like my inner thigh, like muscle. I was like, what was I even using my inner thigh muscle for? Like, what, what was that for? I played with, with my kids and my sciatica went out. I didn't even know what a sciatica was. I was like, what is that? My sciatica. You're at the age now where you actually watch the drug commercials on TV. I was like, this is what they've been talking about. You don't skip ad. You're like, oh, let's let's hear more here. Yeah. Yeah. Inflammation in the knees. I can get with that. I understand that now. Yep. Do you have chronic inflammation from the food <laughs> yes. industry complex where they engineer food to be poisoned so it's irresistible and ultra palatable? So then you have to go to the doctor and they give you pills in the shape of the the candy you were eating that got you there to begin with mm-hmm. yeah no big deal yeah i thought about yeah. doing a show everyone's doing not everyone but i feel like comedy specials are going to start going towards like there's like a hook there's like a theme it's more one-man showy i feel like more For people sure. are going to start doing that even though people yeah. already are but i think it's gonna be more prominent um and I want to do one just about cereal. I was thinking. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I feel like I could do a one man show on cereal. I think there's something to it that. And then, and then I think about how much time it will take to do that. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me figure out something else. <laughs> In terms of like the traveling and the shows and the. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a fun concept. I mean, cereal is a very universal thing. I think it's True. just a matter of like what you could get out of it. I mean, if you look at the Mike Birbiglia special, mm-hmm. the last half of his of his set, probably like 20 minutes of it was about swimming. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it was a nice little chunk of just about him going to the gym. I mean, it was like wrapped in his whole story about how he's getting older, but yeah, there was definitely like an element of just, it was like a long story. So I don't know whether you made Gaffigan too. Yeah. 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 Gaffigan and his horseshoe bit. Right. Make it like a mod, a mockumentary of some sort, mm-hmm. um, which I think would be kind of cool because even like your your man on the street stuff about could be about cereal and just put that collection together, right? And it I mean, doesn't have to be an hour. I mean, it could. It I mean, it doesn't have to be a special at all. It has to be long enough to get clips to then post it. So my yeah. wife thinks my career is working. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new bar. (laughs) (laughs) I should have taken the bar exam. That's what I should have. That's the career I should have. That's the truth right there. That is the truth. Oh, but it was good. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a great year for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be an amazing year. I think I think we need to do a hot breath live. I think we need to produce a show here in Atlanta. That's it's like a showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, dude, I think have we you... have a venue already. I think um, you just got to make the call, dude. I think that is very much closer than than we think. Like that's that's very feasible. Yeah, for sure. So a lot, yeah, cool, cool hot breath happenings. I'm excited to keep trying new things. And moving forward, I think now that we're realigned with the mission, yeah, it's just, it's so funny doing the show so long. Like I've gone through so many like ebbs and flows of like maybe it's this, maybe it's yep. that, and like and it all drifted back to like oh yeah, <laughs> cultivating <laughs> the next generation of self-made comics. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But That's- it's like I mean you know I mean. Even in the early days of the show, like it's gone up and down and all around. So it feels good to be full circle and remember, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That takes away a lot of the the guesswork. So Mm -hmm. it's all about fun now. All about having a good time. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's get out of here. You guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. <laughs> oh, Andrew Lapointe says comedy specials at the gym. Mm, that'd be interesting. What do you mean? Like literally having a comedy special at the gym. Oh, like a YMCA? Yeah. I guess yeah. you don't have good material. <laughs> that that could be <laughs> that could be your hook, I guess. If if you need a lot of the setting to do the heavy lifting for you. <laughs> nah, yeah, I could see that working. I'm just kidding, Andrew. 
hilarious. I think it's the Wild West. I think anything's possible. Everything's possible. Um, and there's a few cool um, trends, I feel like, coming up in 2024. I think a big one that's going to happen, that's already, it's slowly starting to happen, but as we, as like social media was like the equalizer and people are like, oh, you don't need Comedy Central now. You can build it yourself and whatnot and YouTube and all that. There's a new proliferation of now comedian led media companies, really. Uh, It could be as sophisticated as Nate Bargatze literally created Nate Land Entertainment and he's producing specials. He produced short sets for up and coming comedians and they're wanting to do a lot more he's he's talked about and it could be as simple as mark norman's youtube channel he's now uploading other comedians comedy specials onto his youtube channel so it's not a big mark norman media whatnot but it's a way for him to utilize his platform to lift up other comedians and i feel like that's going to become a bigger trend in uh 2024 for sure for sure. Yeah, I could definitely see that happen. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, it's, I feel like, I don't know what 2023 was the year of, but it felt like the year, it felt like it was the year of people figuring out a lot of different ways to do comedy. You know what I mean? Because I feel like Schultz sort of laid the groundwork for just kind of figure things out on your own and see where the chips may land, mm-hmm. release your special in the way that you want. If they, you know, come after you, release it by yourself kind of thing. Like, and just like making your own rules around it. So I feel like now to your point, I think because as creatives, we don't like the rules. We don't like the, you know, not that we don't like the rules, but we don't like someone telling us that we have to do it a certain way, which is why there's been a break from doing specials 60 minutes just stand there and that's it kind of thing everyone's like all right how can i do it a little differently Mm -hmm. and and i think that's you know that's also unique and i think that's kind of needed because i think people also figuring out that 60 minute format yeah it's great if you can rock for 60 minutes but earthquake rock for 38 minutes and murder (laughs) you know what i'm saying you didn't need 60 minutes of that kind of thing you know what i mean and it's like yeah it's like yeah why who's who says that 60 minutes was the thing and i think a lot of times we're just breaking the rules of what we've been told this is how it's done and partially i think a lot of that happens to be that we're breaking the rules comedians are breaking the rules mm-hmm. yeah that you know and that just to touch on the 60 minutes things like that that reminds me of i remember we had leah rudick on and um, who was one of your top five episodes yeah. of the year. If people haven't listened to this week's podcast yet, we break down the top five episodes of 2023. But she had just released a new special, a special, her first one. And then people were asking her in the, like, in the comments, like, when's your next one? Like, have you been writing the new one and things? And it not maliciously. They were just curious, like, oh, so kind of like what's next? But like, I think with so many people releasing specials, I think people forget and lose sight of how long it actually takes to, to develop. develop. <laughs> like if you're going to do it. I mean, That's... me personally, it was 10 yeah. years, like, yeah. <laughs> like 10 years until I felt like I had something <clears throat> worth filming yeah. and putting together mm-hmm. literally. So yeah. 
I'm not saying people don't do it sooner or whatever, but I'm just saying it it takes a long time. And with people just throwing out specials and stuff like to really put as Earthquake says, all ones. All ones. All ones. All Uzi. One. He said like an Uzi, he said. But it it takes time. So it takes time. A stand-up special doesn't have to be the only thing you do, is all I'm saying. Like you can do skits, you can do other creative, funny writing and whatnot. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be, oh, I have to film a special by X date or I'm gonna never hate myself anymore. <laughs> you will. Don't worry. It's don't coming. worry. Yeah, don't worry. It's all part of it. But yeah, just to touch on the 60 minute thing, but yeah, I think yeah, the format is just, it's getting blown wide open. So I think comedians are building their own audience and it's kind of cool to see other comedians helping comedians. And, you know, Bill Burr started all things comedy with Al Madrigal. So yeah, probably the, they probably started that at the, ah, at the big media level. They're probably yeah. the ones doing it, doing it up. Yeah. And uh, even like Steve Byrne, um, I forget what format he's doing, but. He's got his special out on. Oh, is it like Punch Up or something? Yeah, Punch Up, which I think I saw. I've seen Sam Morell do as well, um, and Norman do. Yeah, so like, and that's like a different type of like. I don't know if it's like a subscription, but different avenue. That's yep. different than what you know, Comedy Central or HBO or whatever. It's like they're just releasing it on completely separate platforms which I think is also very cool. I mean, really, I think especially with how media right now is, we are almost at a point to where in television, we're like, oh, there's too many channels. Yeah. We're almost at a point now with streaming platforms Yeah, that it's, we'll just cherry pick. Like, I'm not subscribed to Netflix anymore. Like, mm. what, um, I can't remember what was on, one of the platforms, but we subscribed just to watch the show and then unsubscribed. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. So I think people are specializing in whatever their niche interests are. Like I just worked with a local company called connects media who I did headshots with, but I've known them since the beginning, but they, um, they're doing this docuseries with Auburn university for Auburn streaming platform. Yeah. And they said like seven or eight other colleges now have their own streaming platform. So, you know, in 85 South, they started their own streaming platform. So they're probably at the, the front on that movement that's going to happen. But I say all that to say, I think people are now creating specialized platforms based on their specific audience. And they mm -hmm. just serve that, that audience. And they can be very successful. So it's great to see comedians jumping on this kind of new um, new avenue here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Even, like, I just looked up Punch Up. Like, it's got yeah, Norman, me too. Norman Lynch, Joe List, like, Steve, Josh Wolf, Giannis, Aaron Berg. Like, some heavy hitters. Rachel Feinstein, like, Robert see, Kelly. Roy Wood Jr., Robert Kelly. Yeah, like, and it's like, yeah, why not just, you know, do your own thing? Interesting. Yeah, that'll be yeah. interesting to see what develops there. For sure. But I do want to say 
a, a, a few comedians. I think it will be interesting to see what happens with the crowd work trend and the future of that. Um, Cause I don't know what's going to happen because it's all the same. I think part of what my, my love of comedy has been on the ropes lately. If anyone has been listening to the most recent podcast, a lot of it is like, have you ever thought about quitting? I hate comedy. What do I do? What have I done? So and I think part of it is, it is kind of now like, Oh, you like have to film everything and you're editing everything. And then you're, it's like, it's all clip. It's yeah. all clip bait. And then it's a lot of crowd work. And then it's like, Oh, well, should I do crowd work? And now I'm, trying to rip a clip out of this stranger instead of just having fun in the moment. Yeah, so sure. I'm interested to see that wave start to crash and people realize <laughs> at some point you got to have material. For sure. For sure. So here's the thing. I, I also think like one thing that I've always sort of just conscious of, especially when it comes to like social media is that what we are seeing and what we are being exposed to are just all the things that get us to react, but they may not be the reality of actually what's happening. So you're mm. probably seeing a bunch of crowd clips because your algorithm is learning from you that that's what you're like reacting to. Oh, right. But it may not be the reality of the world of what's happening to comedy. It's just because you are sort of engrossed in that, right? that you are seeing a lot more of it because that's what you are reacting to kind of and like, it, I don't even react physically. Like the phone is yeah. so smart. It senses my hate. I see one. I was like, Oh, and it yeah, hears yeah. me and it's like, Oh, he but hates here's the thing. Hate is an emotion that they're completely okay. Having clearly. <laughs> it gets, yeah. It gets, it gets you riled up. Right. Right. And so I think that's the other piece to this is, I think there's some level of like authenticity that I want to try to get to because the reality of what happens online and like with clips and all that also feels very different than what's happening at the comedy clubs. And I don't know if, if you see that or what's happening like in the world, like when I'm performing in real life, there's definitely a subset of people that are like, oh, I've seen the clips or I've seen your stuff or like I've saw it. But there's a lot more of people that are just like, that was enjoyable. I've never seen you before. And that was kind of great kind of thing. And they yeah. don't like you online. They don't like, they're not like cyber stalking you or anything of that nature. And they're completely okay. Just enjoying the live performance part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. When you're not famous for it, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like nobody cares. So it will be interesting to see what I think all comedians have caught on to this, at least. All right, crowd work clip, catchy title, blah. What are we going to do now? Okay, that's one way to do it. Now, how can we get creative and create our own style in this? That's what I'm really interested to see what happens this year. Um, Even figure out what I want to do. Yeah. You know, that isn't stand up and inter talking to Leah, I think really added some new perspective, but whatever it is, it's got to be fun and enjoyable. So it's sustainable. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, what I'm recording in February, isn't going to be just stand up. 
because I've recognized that the thing that I enjoy most about comedy is like the spectrum of comedy, not just the stand up part. Like I mm. like a lot of things about comedy. I like sketch, I that. improv. So my goal is to try to incorporate all those things um, into the project, right? And so I think because for me, that's the most fun. Right. And that's the thing that I get the most joy out of, which is sort of just let's have a good time. Is there going to be stand up? Sure is. Is there going to be improv? Sure is. Will there be a sketch? Sure will be. That's fun to me. Sort of just the combination of all those things. Oh, I love that. And as we're talking about playing with the format. Yeah, it isn't. It doesn't have to be you walking through a curtain and standing there for an hour like it could. Yeah, it could yeah. literally be anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, which another, as we talk about 2024 trend, I mean, at the top of it is Tom Segura and what he's done with your mom's house is unbelievable. He has a whole podcast network. They do live events. He's produced. He, what made me think of that is he basically released. It was almost like a comp, a sketch comedy special. I mean, he, he they just released this thing called 69 minutes. That's like a spoof of like Dateline or six or 60 minutes. Clearly yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it now, Joel. <laughs> wow. It's kind of like a do do do. I love it. That just hit me in real time. It's kind of <laughs> like, Oh yeah. 60 minutes, but 69. Cause they like to be dirty. <laughs> Which is literally the oldest joke in the book. <laughs> but it's You're so not- good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, touche Segura, touche. Touche Segura. <laughs> and if you turn it around, it's still 69. <laughs> but yeah, that special's amazing. And they like they filmed it all themselves. It's super high quality and it's very funny and it's not stand up, but it does feel like a comedy special. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it has that they're selling it on their website and stuff. So I think that lane is wide open at this point. Oh, for sure. And I think part of it is like people and I think comedians, which is what I love about this, are starting to figure out that if they just feed their own audiences, everything's going to be OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure that probably wasn't like a master plan. It's probably just something that he was like, yeah, I'd like to do this. I'm creative. Let me just try it and see what happens because that's the other thing about comedy and like just stand up in general. It's like, I feel like we're at a point now where like the rules that have been placed on comedy no longer exist. Like you can break the rules and people will be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you look at Tom Segura, but you also look at like the kill Tony format of just like helping people like discover people like, instantly and those comics becoming instantly famous bam just like that off of instant clips off of just what's happening on the show i mean some people become famous some people become infamous but either way they're actually helping comics out by giving them opportunities but at the same time they're also showing the world of comedy in a different way like this is not as easy as it is everyone wants to try but only a certain few people actually make it from being funny and the key to all of it is you still got to be funny you know what i mean the people that have made it on kill tony 
aren't like fly-by-nights. These people are hilarious. And yeah, I think Mr. Beast was just on there. Oh, Mr. Beast was on Kill Tony. I think on I think I saw them posting about it today. I think on the most recent uh, oh, one. I don't think it's out yet, but I think that's Mr. Beast was one of the or he came out as a guest or something. They were taking photos with him. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's had like tons of just guests pop by, um, like not just comedians, but just like other people pop up and come to the show. He had like the UFC fighter come to the show mm-hmm. one time, just won the big contest, like a big fight and just like just had him on just as guests. They didn't talk, you know, and that's the thing. Those people laughed just like they were in the audience enjoying the show, but they didn't try to like talk comedy where they just told you whether they liked the comedy or not. Mm-hmm. It was still the one who said, yeah, I'd like to give you a chance to sort of blow up or not blow up kind of thing, which is just a very cool format as well. I so mean, yeah, well, that would be cool if hot breath could do that in some way, be a tastemaker. Yeah. Dude. I mean, this that's... young crop yeah. somehow. Yeah. But I, I think that's the, that's the idea behind hot breath live that we've talked about of just like being that very kill Tony like format. Um, I mean, which is not like a new format. It just happens to be that he's done it and blown it up in a major way. Facts. Yeah, that's true. Which we'll definitely do live events this year for sure, which is going to be awesome. That's going to be dope, dude. Yay. Oh, dandruff or is that sugar? This is the longest I've gone without sugar since the holidays. I don't know how I'm going to make it through this hour. But I've been doing yard work, so it all cancels out. I rake leaves for two hours. That's worthy of half a pound cake. Yeah. For sure. That's so Gosh. Ten steps forward, 10,000 back. I was doing so good. The devil is a lie. <laughs> that white devil. White devil sugar. White devil sugar. Oh, Jerry Kroll in the comments and Leland Comedy. Hey, guys. Happy New Year's. Can't wait to see the new interviews and stand-up comedy advice. Thank you, Leland. And Jerry said excited to see what Josh Sneed does now that he's back in stand-up. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what these OGs do. But there's a few. I mean, we we talk about OGs and whatnot, but I, I have a I have a good feeling about a few comedians this year. And I want to, you know, like I said, I want Hot Breath to become more of a tastemaker. I want Hot Breath to really start putting a stamp in the comedy game. We already are, yeah. But continue to do that and more. We already are, and not but, and if you say but, it cancels out whatever you said before it. <laughs> That's what my Zoom therapist said before I fired her for always being late. <laughs> You're like, I've got standards. Do you? <laughs> I mean, she would legit like sometimes she just like she just like be in her car. Like on bad Wi-Fi, like choppy in her car. She's like, I had to drop my nephew off at swim practice. I was like, well, let's do a different time. 
<laughs> she was like, no, 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 no. No, I this is good. I can handle you. <laughs> I can handle you on my You're an iPhone patient. You're not even you're not even Zoom. We could FaceTime these breakthroughs. Yeah. Uh, don't get fancy. Your insurance doesn't cover me to actually be in a spot. That's you know hilarious. I mean? Yeah, that's probably what it is. I complain about her being bad, but the pay was bad. So <laughs> anyway, so funny, dude. There, I was just thinking about yeah. So I want to start hot breath. Have like you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just a bunch of cool stuff. I've just been so zoned in on interviews for so long because that's all I've known. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, this is what it has to be. This is what it's always been. Yeah. But there's so many more things we can do and and empower the community to help us do that and just build it all together. I I don't know why it took so long to remember that, but. (laughs) Hey, that's part of the journey, man. That's true. It's like, hey, it's not going to be honky dory the entire time. Sometimes yeah, that's true. A little, it's going to be a little tough. Sometimes it's going to be a little like, oh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone has ideas, uh, please share them in our Facebook group or you can contact us, team at hotbreathmedia.com. Yes. We love your ideas as we just want to start creating a lot more cool stuff. So I say that to say I had a few comics to watch mm. for 2024. Yeah. Take that vulture. Take that vulture. But I said but again. I'm trying to work on saying but and like. I don't I wanna <laughs> stop saying like. So there's a few I have. Okay. Just a handful. And I'm sure there's more, and I'm not leaving people out. This is literally something I thought of before we went live. So these aren't well thought out. They're more just instinctual. So honestly, the number one, I'll get to it. Caitlin Palufo continues to it. Every time I've seen her live, it's I've never been the same. And she's really embraced the media side and she's really putting out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's undeniably funny. And she's embraced the marketing side of this comedy game. So I feel like those two forces are going to converge this year. And she's going to explode and be a hurricane of humor. She is my one of my favorites just in general. Yeah. Not even of a certain like class or like of newer comics or whatnot. But like she's just yeah. undeniably funny. So I, I, um, I'm excited to see what she does this year. I feel like she's definitely a comic to watch here in 2024 yeah dude yeah i i could not agree more um i've got one on my list is fahim anwar oh yeah they're like my favorite thing that he does he just does like these new jokes and he'll just like he's got it written and he'll be looking at it and he records everything and just the level of writing and the level that he's putting out is so impressive. And like, it looks like he's just working on these jokes, but these things are like freaking top notch. They're so mm-hmm. good, right? And so just, I love the level of content that he's putting out. And I think he's like right at that cusp of just meteoric rise of just like 
why did we not know about this guy? I think he's so funny. Great perspective, just all around, just just great writer. But it's, he's almost like, I think he's also like your favorite comedian's like favorite comedian kind of thing. Do you mm, hear me? Yeah. One of those people that makes you laugh at the back of the room at the comedy store or like at the comedy club. You're like, good God, why did I not think of that? Because his writing is just like super impeccable. That was what CJ Landry, we talked about him uh, when he was on the show, or we definitely talked about him after, maybe not on the show, but he's worked with Fahim a lot and talked about how he, he's always trying new things. He's always getting better. Yeah. Like he, he really is one of those guys grind, like grinding it out at the store. He like developed there. He, he released a special yeah. that was filmed in every single room of the store, which is yep. a very, another way to be unique in the comedy special format. Yeah. So he's done yeah. cool things and it's, it's like time, you know, it's kind of like you see people putting in the work and they're just undeniably funny and you start to see they have that breakthrough for so sure. I, Yeah. He's a, he's a winner for sure. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Noise. Brian Walker asked if we've seen the secrets of stand-up comedy channel. Mm-mm. Seems like he's getting giving great advice. Secrets no, um, I uh, haven't seen that one yet. No, but that does remind me that I could promote. Um, well, one our our interview with Brendan Schaub was featured on one of his haters channels basically like <laughs> let's he, go we win it <laughs> i know and it was basically the whole it was basically our interview like <laughs> it it's like a legit like 33 minute video so he's basically like reacting to our interview which was really cool and he's going through it in a way of like brennan said this but this is actually the truth mm-hmm. I, you know in like that sense like Basically, what Brendan and I talk about his haters online. Yeah, this is a channel doing very well, <laughs> hating on Brendan Shop. So, um, not to whatever. I, I have no opinion beyond just to yeah. make people aware. Hey, our our content's getting out there. And even at the beginning of the interview, he complimented how good like the interview was. Before he goes into hating on Brendan, he was like, "Joel's actually pretty good." So. <laughs> Just want to clarify that. You with the hate. <laughs> yes. And I was also on a, uh, a sh- oh, one of the channels, one of my favorite channels is called Content for Creators. And I actually found it when the guy interviewed Shifty, which is, uh, that's Andrew Schultz's editor. Mm-hmm. But basically we connected after he released that because I reached out to him. And then he did a whole thing on how TikTok is taking over stand-up. And he had me on to become almost be like a the comedy liaison as we went through this topic of different comedians he interviewed about it. So that was a, a cool thing. I'll also link in the description of the show if you guys want to. Boom, boom, boom. I saw that. That was actually a really good interview. Yeah, I've, I'd like to do more of that. Like a, um, a comedy yeah. tastemaker, you know, it feels. I'm not saying that about myself. I'm just saying that about hot breath being for sure like a respectable yeah, outlet uh, resource you, you know you've got a perspective like 
I don't know how many people have interviewed over 400 comedians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a very different perspective that a lot of people don't have. And uh, with the community of, you know, the many subscribers that we have, like, and just being along this journey, like, you're not like, you ain't new to this. You know what I'm saying? You've been doing this. So, like, yeah. there's, there's a legit reason why you would make sense for, you know, tastemaker status. Wow. Well, well, thank I I received that. Thank you, Yoshi. <laughs> I know on the last episode I said I was working on receiving, and yeah, I, I just want to say that I received that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So you just got to step into it. Mm -hmm. You know. Get in there. Get, <laughs> get in there. <laughs> get it. <laughs> Don't get. Don't get. <laughs> <laughs> like my family this weekend. <laughs> Go on, get. Look, I'm wearing a Carhartt shirt. I, I'm still acclimating back into. <laughs> I'm wearing a car where you could see that I'm I'm getting back into my 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 roots here. <laughs> I've been raking leaves for the past two days, creating leaf mold. I got a compost pile going. And I'm making some leaf mold, and so we got a lot of leaves we're processing right now. Just, just the pro. It's that season. We process the leaves now. Leaf season. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Oh, and we got a super chat from whenever Farley. Happy New Year, Joel, my friend. Dick Williams is the one who runs Secrets of Comedy. Let's let Hot Breath blow up this year. Billions of views. Billions. Billions. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat there, fam. Thank you. I appreciate that. We don't have sound effects anymore because we're using a different streaming. Actually, it does, but I don't really feel like <laughs> going into all that. Here we go. All right. Can we Never hear mind. it? Only you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> We just make it without sound. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Bam, bam. <laughs> there we go. Fire, 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 fire. fire. <laughs> so yeah, the secrets of comedy. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, I have not seen that one, which I'm surprised because I feel like I've seen most of those, but like those kind of channels, but very cool. It is very cool. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Ah. <sighs> All right, let's get out of here. Yeah. Let's let's get out of here. It, it's uh, time. I was going to ask you, you have any big goals for the year? <sighs> Comedy goals related. I know you got family goals and you're trying to be a better person and <laughs> receive. Re reduce, reduce the sugar intake. <laughs> yes, I got to get on top of sugar, but I got to get back out there and get mines because i haven't gotten it the past two weeks oh nice all right no i mean i have i have been there i mean like i've just been on a, a run for sure six months two weeks net net <laughs> unbelievable <sighs> i think it, you know it's just in the mid-30s i've learned that one no one's gonna do it 
for you. No one's going to save you. Boom. And no one cares. (laughs) (laughs) That's the realest stuff ever, dude. You sound like you sound like every old school uncle. (laughs) Come over here, right? Come over here. Let me tell you something. First of all, you got to make your own damn decisions, all right? Do what you need to do for your own life. You are in control of all the things that you need to do. Second, nobody gives a good God darn what you're doing. Nobody's watching. Nobody's thinking about you. (laughs) You ain't on anybody's special list. No. really care about you is your family and the people that you put the roof over. Yeah, that sounds like every uncle that I've ever had. Seriously, right there, and it's, it's true. Just, that's, that's a major, major advice. You in control, bud. Do what you got to do to take care of who you got to take care of. But yeah. you grow up assuming that your toothpaste will always magically refill itself, <laughs> and you know, toilet paper's always there, and the trash disappears. And then you realize that none of those things are true. None. None of it. Santa Claus was just the beginning. Just. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Jobs ain't going to save you, boy. It's all a lie. Oh, that's but, hilarious. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I don't... Um, sorry, I was actually just writing down that I fired my Zoom therapist because she was late for being late. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Write that one down. That's I saw good. Sandy and Jerry comment in the live chat <laughs> saying, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's solid. But she was. It was... She did not care at all. And this is the same lady that didn't have... She had the free Zoom account. <laughs> so, you know, a therapy session is an hour and a Zoom session is 40 minutes. So we would have to leave. We would have to leave every time, every week or every two weeks, whenever we would meet. And it's not subtle to where it just disappears. There's a 10 minute counter for sure so that's so funny dude to be like in the <laughs> middle of your zoom session first of all a zoom session that she's late to so you're already <laughs> like 15 minutes in so you get 30 minutes and then it stops and then she's like all right just come back in and then you gotta reset the whole thing yeah 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 it's yeah. <laughs> not like what was i saying about my father again yeah 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 <laughs> Be like they getting they ain't getting that money out of me. That's what she would say. She she also was like an event planner. You know, she was a hustler. Oh, that's so funny. She does she does therapy on the side. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> She's like, I gotta go do my Uber driving real quick. But I'll see you next week. <laughs> that's what she was doing. She's in her car because she was doing DoorDash. She was- <laughs> <laughs> she's like no 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 no. the ranch is inside the box what were you saying about your dad one more time 
my dad loved ranch. <laughs> ranch is triggering. Oh my god, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> that is a funny premise. I'll have to I'll have to play with that. But I don't uh I don't have any big goals yet. I want I need something that scares me. I think when I did my comedy special that year I like set the goal to record an album and then it turned into a special and like I had the goal of that and to run a marathon and I had no idea how I was going to do either and they were both <laughs> scary yeah and I I achieved them both so I yeah. and then I haven't really I haven't really had anything like that since so I need I need a few things that that scare me and stretch sure. me you know but I don't, I don't know what those are yet yeah, that's all right. You ain't what about figure. you? Yeah. Uh, my big goal this year is to ship out content. Like, the thing that I've been kind of, like, haven't done, but I've been, like, wanting to is just, like, put things out there. And I think a lot of it has to do with, like, just this kind of imposter syndrome-ish thing that I have about like it being perfect before it goes out or it being like has to be like a certain quality before it goes out. Mm -hmm. The thing that I've learned in this whole year, no one cares. <laughs> like no one cares. Like it's just about putting it out there. And mm -hmm. I think I've just been like very like precious, like, ooh, my content, it's precious. I got to make sure that no one sees it. And they don't care. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like when I have put stuff out in the past, I realized that people were okay listening to it all over again and they laughed just the same. And so I've just been like on this like small journey of like letting go of trying to hold on to things. Um, I'm starting to read this book called, um, God, what's the name of it? Uh, die empty and it's about mm. this concept of if you die with everything that you know you're not feeding the human race versus mm. letting everything that you've ever done send it to the world or ship it to the world and give it to the world as much as possible because that is you leaving what every human should leave which is a little something that you know and then leaving it with like some someone, something somehow in whatever you're you're doing, whether it's your creative, whether it's your kids, just empty out all the knowledge that you have um, within you. And so I'm trying to sort of like receive that and sort of just start to just empty out these things that I know, because I know a lot of different things. Right. I, I, I always tell myself that I've got a lot of tabs open. But I'm all so, so very precious about all these tabs. Like, ooh, I don't want to tell everyone about the marketing stuff that I do. I don't want to tell everyone about the these the DJ things that I do. Mm -hmm. But what does it matter? Like, I do them. It's what I enjoy. And starting to be more just a creative that just puts things out. And so that's one of my big goals this year is to just ship out content. Just, like, let it go. Like, no... No one cares. <laughs> just, yeah. And, I need and what we learned interviewing Leah is that, uh, you know, she has to, like I talked about going to the gym earlier and how you literally have to decide every day. 
like yeah. she she even talked about struggling with like posting stuff <laughs> and feeling weird about certain things but she does it anyway type vibe so like all those insecurities even the people that make it and are successful on social media they're not immune to those they absolutely. just deal with them better absolutely and just turn it into opportunity instead of oh well never mind yeah. like have like when we interviewed her, I was like, I had shot skits. I was ready to post all week. And then I posted one, re-edited it, and then posted it again. <laughs> and that was my, that was my sprint in the, the social media. So yeah, I would, yeah. and then it, I didn't post again. So I would definitely like to find my rhythm in that as well. And something that's authentic and fun. I think, yeah. I think, especially in comedy now, there's so many things that at every level we feel like we're supposed to do or yeah. that we should ought to do but yeah. i feel like a good intention for all comedians regardless of level is to just do what you enjoy yeah follow the and fun not try to figure out or hack something to get a shortcut but just what do you enjoy doing and just do it and do it freely without any expectation beyond the enjoyment of the creation of it boom yeah, definitely following the fun, following the thing that feels good and following the thing that like feels freeing is such a powerful concept of just like, let it go. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? And, and then putting that stuff out there, man. I, I mean, we know the power of comedy. We know people who are like, man, thanks for that joke. Thanks for that thing that you said or like relating to something, you know, I... I mean, even I've heard your jokes, like your thing about uh, just the Joel Osteen just reminds me of every preacher who I've mm. come in contact with and sort of just the way that they act and the way that they interact and just like, but that moment of you talking about that story and going into the voice, like reminds me of my childhood, reminds me of being an adult life, reminds me of what I've seen. And I'm like, that's so funny. And I'm glad that somebody reminded me of it. And that's the power of humor. That's the power of what we do. And like, let's not forget that. Like we make people laugh so they enjoy themselves. So they have to kind of forget what they do on a normal basis mm -hmm. for that like moment. But like, that's the gift that we have. And just remembering that that's so, not only powerful, but it's endless. We get to keep doing that over and over and over and over again. So like remembering that. That's a good, that's a good intention for 2024 right there. I think, I think we can all apply that and hold each other accountable to do that as well. I think in our Facebook group is a really easy and fun way to do that and connect with other comedians around the world. Um, Cause I definitely want to get back to that personally and with hot breath and everything just, yeah, yeah that fun. It's, it's, it's gotta be fun first. Cause gotta be fun first, baby. Yeah. So whatever yeah. you need to do to make sure that it's, it's fun, then do that. And let's hold each other accountable to do that. That's exciting. So I don't have the big scary goal yet, but I have been working on it. So I, I think sure. I'm moving in that direction. Um, but I think a hot breath live event is going to be a big step in that direction of I've been so comfortable with hot breath being interviews, reach out to guests, book guests, research guests. I, I, I can do that. And I've gotten yeah. in that comfort zone. And I think it's time to really just expand, think bigger. That's literally just one 
stream that Hot Breath can be. So I'm excited for this community and what we're going to do this year for sure. Yep. So as we land the plane, if you're not in our Facebook group yet, that's going to be the best way to keep up with Yoshi and I and other members of the Hot Breath Averse. That'll be linked in the show description. But have fun. This year's all about fun. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.